Hello, and welcome to the Peaceful Profits Podcast. I'm your host, Chanel Nielsen, and I'm joined today by Facebook expert, Amanda Kajek. Amanda, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So Amanda, we're going to do a quick intro, but we are fortunate enough to have her help out with the Peaceful Profits Facebook and do all of the training inside the program for people who want to learn Facebook. So Amanda is a business coach and Facebook marketing specialist, helping coaches and course creators sell their offers in as little as nine days. No cold outreach, Facebook ads, or sales experience required. Her clients create sustainable profits through her timeless organic marketing strategies and vast offer suite that includes built-in done-for-you support. She has over 15 years success in the entrepreneurial space. She has taken her experience from real-world setting as a brick-and-mortar business owner and brought it together with her online business experience to give you the actual how-to in succeeding in today's social selling space. Her passion is to empower women and men, so they don't need to choose between career and family. They can have both with the right systems and support. So one of the things that our listeners really want to know is how to streamline marketing. And with your background in Facebook and in marketing, we wanted to come to you and ask what that concept means to you of streamlining marketing and how you would suggest going about streamlining marketing efforts. Yeah, that's a really good question because I think when, especially when we're talking about Facebook and social media, we can get really caught up in comparing ourselves to others and going down this rabbit hole of content and marketing, right? And so it gets really um, frustrating and often leads to feeling like a failure and to just, you know, quitting. And so we definitely don't want that. So for me, what I try to always do is explain to anyone that I'm working with that it's kind of just like real world, what you would do if you were going to your job, um, you know, getting in your car, going, opening up your store, turning on the lights. So when I think of streamlining, I think of no complexity, really like keeping it simple and focused. Um, and the real, the only thing that you really need any business owner, it doesn't matter how large your team is, how big your business is, where you're at new, or if you've been at it for a while, do you only really need three things? You need to attract leads. You need to create engagement. And of course, when you have those two things in order, then you're going to be able to monetize. And so leading with those three things top of mind in everything you do for your marketing on, um, on Facebook, social media in general. Okay. So that sounds so simple when you say it that way, right? And I love that you come from a brick and mortar background and have been able to translate that because I think that you have a, an idea of the broader concept here of what marketing really is. What was your brick and mortar and what did you do there that has translated into online business? Oh gosh, that was a while ago. So um, I'm actually an esthetician by trade. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a small town girl. So I've done all of the jobs and I learned really, really quickly that I wanted to work smarter, not harder, because of course, growing up in a farm, it was really labor intensive type work. And so then when I uh, went to school and became an esthetician and had my own salon and spa, it was, I applied the same uh, skills. Like, how can I make this really simple? How do I get people 
you know, to know about me and get in the door. So that's why I, I do kind of reference a business and like going to an actual, you know, shop or workplace when I apply that online as well. And I know it can sound uh, simple when you explain it, but I think it makes sense because I think most of the people listening will probably understand or have had a job at some point. And so how that applies to online is that your personal profile, your Facebook profile, that's your storefront. So you want to make sure that it's optimized. And when I say optimized, that means that we want anyone who comes across that storefront to know what we provide, right? They need to know what it is that's what's in it for them, because that's really all they care about. They don't care, we know what you got, what you know, how you got there. They just want to know, is this something that I need? So first, we want to make sure our profile is optimized. Um, the next thing that you want to do is you want to show up consistently, right? And that's how you're going to get the leads. That's how you're going to get the engagement. So this is when you're posting a, like a Facebook story or, you know, sh- maybe showing what you were doing today. Really simple little things like that. Um, but the thing that's different about this online compared to in person is on your Facebook profile, right? Where they're not in your store yet. They're just, this is still your storefront. So you're showing them, um, I guess, you know, little snippets and and creating curiosity. It's still outside your storefront. So you need to get them in the doors. So I think that's really, um, that's the kind of easiest way to explain it, right? It's like you're, it's the view from the street, right? Yeah. Uh, They're seeing if this is what they want in your content, Right. Your your posts, the way you're marketing your store is what's going to bring them into your store, bringing them in the doors. So that would be like in DM conversations, your Facebook group, um, anything like that. So what are some of the things people can do to create that curiosity that will help people go from just, you know, looking on the outside in to coming into your world, into your store? So when we talk about optimizing your profile what you would want to do to to get people to really come in is create have answer questions that your audience wants the uh or uh, yeah answer questions that your audience wants and has the is asking questions about so if you're doing that if we know our audience if we know the problems that they're having it makes it really really easy to put that type of content onto our facebook profile does that make sense yeah yeah Definitely. So, okay. And that, that brings up the next question, because one of the things that you had mentioned is it, you really need to be consistent, putting out consistent content. And I think that's a place where a lot of people struggle. It, it happens kind of in, in spurts, right? Like, oh, they have this energy to do it. They go and they put out a bunch of stuff and then they're exhausted and they don't post again for a long time. So this struggle to stay consistent does happen a lot. Can you talk us through some content creation strategies that will help with that consistency piece? Yeah, I think um, that the very easiest way to go about this is always start with your offer. So w- knowing what it is, your what what's your offer, what's the goal of your content going to be for the month? So uh, for example, if you have an offer where right now, let's say it's high ticket, Okay, let's say you have high ticket offer, then your goal of your content is going to be to get conversations started about your high ticket offer, right? That makes it very, very simple if we start there, because then now we can decide 
what was what's going to be the most important way or the most powerful way that our content can now bring awareness to our offer as we're posting it. If we break it down that way, it makes it a lot easier to know where are we starting with our content to begin with and what the goal of it is. So some really easy ways to do this, especially for somebody who typically wings it um, or, you know, isn't doesn't like to plan going live is so, so simple. It's a really simple, quick, easy way. Um, now let's say, I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to go live. I'm scared to talk live. I don't like the way I sound. My background's loud, right? I have kids, whatever it is. Well, right now, what is really favored by Facebook are reels. And so what all reels are is a recording basically. And they're short snippets are about 90 seconds long. Of course, that can change anytime Facebook decides to change these things on us, but right now they're 90 seconds. And so you could record yourself with um, a quick tip. I like to call them quick tips, something that's still answering your audience's main questions or objections. And then um, always have a call to action at the end, right? Inviting them to either if what are you, what you're, again, going back to your offer, what is your goal, right? What is the goal of your content? Are we wanting to get people into our Facebook group because our high ticket offer, and this is a little nugget of information, our high ticket offer is going to be something that we're not going to close sales with just from a piece of client content, especially if we have cold leads coming in. So what you can do is use your content to get people to rent and right by having them uh use a call using a call to action by saying you know comment below if you'd like more information on this comment below if you'd like to see my more in-depth training in my facebook group right getting them to the next step so you're really using your content intentionally to get people in front of that high ticket offer um another way you can do this so right going live using reels because those are favored by facebook Simple posts. Uh, right now, another thing favored by Facebook are these color block posts. They almost look like a postcard on your feed. Those are favored by Facebook, Facebook stories. And I think that the, the big takeaway here is that you're not creating more content or creating content just for the sake of creating content. Your goal is to come up with, you know, a question that you could ask your audience to get them to raise their hand, because now that conversation that you're going to have with your audience is going to be so much more smooth and uh, lead to a sales conversation, for example, so much easier than if it was like, you know, a, a quote or something that you posted and yeah. you're hoping that other business owners or other so-and-so that you help, right, are going to comment. So um, those lives, reels, quick tips, um, Facebook stories, right? Just really asking those simple questions, really getting your audience to raise their hands so now you can uh, connect with them and have that conversation to find out what they want more of that's going to lead them for this example, right, to your high ticket offer. Okay, cool. So something I heard in there that I want to go a little deeper on is you mentioned you don't want them to just, you're not, the call to action isn't, hey, come buy my high ticket offer. Hey, let's hop on a call to buy my high ticket offer. You're you're taking them elsewhere to lead up to that. So can you tell us a little more about that process? You mentioned a couple places you might take them to a Facebook group or to give them a piece of content. And I guess, so where do you take them? And then what happens at that point? 
Yeah. So you want people to raise their hands. Um, I think the where people get so caught up in content creation and marketing and they they get, you know, feel like it's so much and overwhelmed is they are creating, they think they have to post every day and they think they need to post like just content, just anything, right? And they're comparing themselves to all these other people who are doing all these other actions. But what the goal of your content is, is to start a conversation that can lead people to where you're wanting them to go, right? So um, if you're trying to make sales as a business owner, then you want your content to start those conversations. So let's say I did a post on my profile and I said, um, you know, uh, I knew that my goal this month was to start to have a training to treat to get a whole bunch of people into my Facebook group where I could get in front of more people at once because that's a heck of a lot easier, right? And answer their question all together where I'm going to invite them to the high ticket offer in this example again. So on my profile, I would have a simple post that was saying, you know, hey, how to, here's how to create um, client attracting content for your business. Type me below if you want access. Now that type of content is getting people who want to create client attracting content to say me below. So that's a quality lead. What I'm going to do, and this is where a lot of people miss the mark too, is they don't go back and respond to each one of those comments on that post. When you do that, it's going to now bump your post higher up in the feed. What does that mean? Guess what? On Tuesday, you might not have to post again because you still have people commenting on Monday's post about how to create client, client attracting content, right? It's making, it's about how you can make your life easier and not have to just create all this content. So now you have these quality leads saying, yes, me, I want access. And that's where I would, I love using a Facebook group because now I'm not going to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with each one of these people in Messenger. I'm going to actually just bring them into my Facebook group and I'm going to actually do a training on how to create client attracting content for your business. And at the end of that training, where I'm live in front of all of those people who raised their hand on that post, I'm going to ask them if they would like my secret weapon, uh, you know, for on how to do this and invite them to the high ticket offer. Does that make sense? So it's really yeah. intentional, again, create starting with that offer and then building your content from there. Yeah. Okay. And I love the intentionality piece there that, because I think that there's so much on social media, just, you know, throwing something at the wall and hoping it sticks. And, and this instead is very pre-planned intentional, you know, the purpose of each thing that you're doing. And you said something that I want to make sure we get clear on. You said people think they need to post every day. Are you saying they don't like, do people need to post every day? Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is a, uh, this is, I don't want anyone who, you know, hates posting content to be like, okay, good. She said, I don't have to post every day. The important thing here is showing your audience that you're consistent. And because you do that, that creates certainty in them. So again, going back to, if you had your own business in like brick and mortar business, if all, if everyone expected you to be open, you know, Monday to Friday, nine to five, and all of a sudden one day they show up at your door and you're not there, they're going to go to the next person, right? So there's so many people who do what we do online. If you want to create um, certainty, then be consistent. And so consistency looks different for everyone. So going back to this example where I talked about doing the post where I asked the question to get them to raise their hand. 
if that post was still getting people commenting on it, and I was still responding back to comments on it, I would not post another post the next day. I would, I like to call it juice. I would reduce that post. So I would, it's, I would just comment to a couple, a comment on a couple other people's responses in that post so that it would bump it back up, which refreshes it. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Thank you for that clarification. And also that simplicity. That's so great. You know, I think that's fantastic to know that it doesn't have to be reinventing the wheel and coming up with something every single day if what you have is already working. So I I think that takes a little bit of pressure off. Now, I know that every platform has its own rules, its own methods. What do we need to know about Facebook specifically? Facebook wants you to be social. This is a social platform. It wasn't intended for people to do business, right? Um, uh, on the org, right? If you're paying for ads and you have a business page, then and you'll hear a lot of uh, people who who joined Facebook years ago and they're still using business pages. So while we're on that topic, I should bring that up: is that your business? There's there's different areas inside of Facebook. You have your personal profile. You have your business profile, and then you have a Facebook group. When uh, Facebook rolled out Facebook groups, the business page kind of took the back seat. And that is just for organic marketing. Okay, so if you're here and, you know, this is where my specialty is, is organic Facebook marketing, you don't need a business page unless you're paying for ads. Okay, so that what the Facebook group does is it basically takes the place of your business page, because now if you're, um, you know, wanting to have those deeper conversations and actually post links uh, to, you know, sales pages and things, that's where you do it. You do it in your in your Facebook group, the same as you would if you had a business page, except for it's not costing you anything to do that. Okay, so that's why I love using the personal profile and getting people to raise their hand, getting them into the group where you can uh, then work on making those live, you know, uh, pitches, I guess, if you want to call them. Okay. On your personal profile, you don't want to post outside links. Anything that's going to take people off of Facebook, Facebook will not show those to people. You, You might get some people engaging on it, but you're getting a heck of a lot less traffic to it because the Facebook algorithm picks up that, okay, this link's going to take somebody to YouTube or to a blog or here or there. And what they want you to do is they want you to really stay on Facebook and be social. Okay. Um, The really important thing here is that your personal profile can be used for your business. And I, so when I say, when I was talking about a business page and the group, a lot of people, this is where they get very apprehensive and this resistance comes up of, well, but wait, that's my friends and my family on there, right? My aunts and my, my uncles. And here's the thing. You have a free platform at your fingertips that you can, um, share and you should be sharing, um, all different types of, uh, pieces of your life as you normally would. So if you were sharing personal, you know, your kids and whatever you're doing vacation, still do that. But you also want to work in these, uh, this, this business type, I'm doing air quotes, this business type content as well, because 
this is where every single uh, new lead, every single person first ends up is on a personal Facebook profile. In order to have a group, in order to have a business page, everyone first has to set up a personal profile. So if you're trying to generate more leads and engagement and clients, you need to find them first from your personal profile. Okay, so you wanna be social, you want to ask questions that's getting your uh, audience to raise their hand, and then you just want to respond back. That's what being social means, right? So if you do those things, you're doing everything right. Making new connections, right? Commenting and responding back and not and don't only post business stuff, right? You don't have to worry about that. You get to also share those little snippets of your life and stuff too, because that is what everyone else on Facebook is there for. They're, they're not coming to buy, but they are buying still. They are purchasing yeah. still. Yeah. Okay. That's so good. And so I know you've got a lot more specifics that you teach in your, you know, as you go through and get more deep into the program. But one thing that I want to make sure we touch on is when you're considering what to post, you know, you said when you're doing content, you want things that make people raise their hands, but that's a mix of people raising their hands and business content mixed in with personal and just sharing your life? Is there a formula or a way to know like how much to post of which? What I would do to simplify this most, instead of getting so hung up in, I'm going to do three posts of this and two posts of this, I would post your, um, the business type, right? So those, those posts where I talked about, um, being the color, like they almost look like a postcard asking the question, right? The color backdrop, um, post those types of posts earlier in the week. The reason why, so your business type content earlier in the week, the okay. reason why is because that's when everyone's in that kind of mindset, right? It's Monday, I'm getting started, right? Here's, I've got all week for them to comment back and respond. Then post the more personal type stuff later in the week, right? So maybe it's you and your kids, in a pumpkin patch or whatever, right? Out at the beach, yeah. whatever you're doing. Um, here's the thing. Even when you're posting that kind of stuff, you shouldn't be posting it thinking, this is what my friends and family want to see. You should, your clients, your future clients, right? They are attracted to you because you are unique. What you have, re you relate to them. And so that's what our content does. It's we're creating this connection and this relatability because, you know, there are thousands of other people who probably do what you do. And so it makes you different, right? Maybe whatever it is that you do that's the same as them that makes you different is you. And so that's why it's important to still share those little pieces of your personal life as well, because the people who are going to purchase from you are going to also relate to you in that personal manner as well. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. It does. Okay. There's so much here. I appreciate all that you have shared. I think that Facebook and organic marketing in general can seem really overwhelming to people. And I love how you've just simplified it down and made it, you know, something that seems a lot more doable. So Thank you for that. Um, as we finish up here, anything else that you would add or that you hope people will take away from this conversation? 
I just hope that people um, can realize how unique and special they are and not to get so caught up in, you know, exactly what to post or when to post, uh, but take action, right? That's where you get results. Results come from action. So um, get out there and share that content. Answer those questions that you're, you know that you're the expert in, okay? You don't have to be the copywriter or, you know, the, the expert posting wizard. You just have to be the expert at what you do. And when you share those tips and that, that information on your Facebook profile, you're going to start conversations that are going to lead to you having more growth. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for being with here with us here, Amanda. We appreciate it. And for everyone listening, you can get more from Amanda and all of the Peaceful Profits team at peacefulprofits.com forward slash call.